Hello, everyone. My name is Patrick Patton, and I am your host on Are We Grownups Yet? This is the podcast where I'm asking creative professionals how they built careers in unconventional fields to make a living doing the things that they love. And I'm doing that to inspire and motivate you to do the same. In this episode, I'm speaking with model agent and former model Amanda Tataran. She has had a really interesting and amazing career and I'm really not gonna get into it right now because she's about to get into it. So on with the interview. This is what we used to dream about when we were still just kids. first for you you've never been on a podcast right i have never been on a podcast before it's Guilty. a first for me because you're the first person i've interviewed that i don't know okay i just met you today yeah but we have a vibe we have a little bit of a vibe yeah we have a vibe i like we, the way we that met you on disney channel in, a, in another <laughs> life and i like the way that you respond to your emails like that day because i'm that type of there's like two different types of people and i'm totally like we're good emailers together, I think. Yeah, I'm pretty cool. Is that a thing? Yeah, I think so. I, I find that I get frustrated when, when I meet people that are otherwise. So mm-hmm. yeah, we made each other's cut list. Yeah, cool. So I'm not in your spam folder. Not yet. Yes. <laughs> Do I you don't wanna... have any spam in my folder. I answer all my emails. Do you really? Yeah. Well, I have like 90% of my email is from things I accidentally signed up for a long time ago. Like before... I realized that I'm destroying my email box. Like, I don't know. I've had the same email address for 15 years. Change is good. Yeah, maybe we should change it one of these days. (laughs) Um, Do you want to tell the listeners who you are and what you do? Uh, My name is Amanda. Do I say my last name too? Yeah. My name is Amanda Tataran. Um, I'm an agent at Meraki Models and uh, I think 12-year veteran international model. From Canada. Cool. What part of Canada? I'm from Waterdown, Ontario. It's west of Toronto, small town girl, lots of waterfalls. Ooh, I like waterfalls. Yeah. 172, <laughs> I think they say. Yeah. 172? In Waterdown. Oh, 172 people? Waterfalls. Oh, 100. Oh, okay. <laughs> there might be 172 <laughs> people too. I don't know. Wow. That's a lot of waterfalls. So you were a model for 12 years. Did you model for this agency that you're I at now? I did. I was a Hollywood model, um, HMMLA. We just rebranded over the last two years, year and a half or so, and now we're Meraki. I joined the team when we made that transition. Uh, the previous owner asked me to join the team. It was kind of overnight, actually, in my yearly um, meeting where you kind of make plans on, on approach. Yeah. So cool. Exciting life change. Was that a pretty seamless transition from model to agent? Um, this isn't the first time that the opportunity has presented itself to me. Uh, I would say my agency in London mentioned to me when I was much younger, 
that it would be something that they'd like to have me on for my agency in New York. Also, it's something that's floated around that people have seen inside of me. And then, um, yeah, I think I lost the train of thought on the question. When, <laughs> when the opportunity presented itself, it wasn't, I was still full-blown modeling. Um, it was more so like in life sometimes opportunities present themselves and you have to be ready to take them. So I took mm -hmm. it. Now, is that something that is pretty common for models to kind of bridge into or is that kind of a unique thing that you were able to do because of your personality and work ethic? Um, I think like you could say that might be a typical thing, but like you could also say that models become photographers, makeup artists. It's a lot of different avenues. Yeah, it, like it, it kind of depends on, like every model is so different. To really mm -hmm. generalize them, I think is a mistake. Right. Um, for me, like uh, I would say like I, the reason why being an agent seems um, natural for me is that I, I care a lot about other people. Um, individual success is important as a model, but, you know, I really care and value the work that I do for the girls too. That's cool. I've thought of, it's the thought has run through my head a couple of times. I don't think I would ever do it, but the area I live in, San Luis Obispo County, there's nothing, no agency. And there's kind of, it's growing. It's a growing population. A lot of people moving from LA, San Francisco. So there is commercial work there there's no model agency. So it's just kind of like find, you know, a girl from a sorority and there's, you know, there's models up there, but there's nobody to represent them to make sure that they're getting paid. And so it's kind of like the wild west. And if anybody like moves in there and kind of good opportunity yeah. for a mother agency. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, but anyways, so, so you became an agent that was kind of a seamless transition from modeling. Cause you already had relationships there. Uh, I so, I mean, I've been in the market, I mean, I've been modeling for so long, uh, even over the last year, my relationships that I've made through friends I've met in London, through photographers that I've worked with in Canada, my own agents that I'm working with now on the other side that they're emailing me and mm -hmm. we're laughing because they trained me and they went through all this growth with me. And so, yeah, it, it has been seamless in the fact that I always handled myself professionally and you know, I treated the people that I worked with respectfully and now it's coming full circle for mm -hmm. me that I've made this transition. I think that it, it just depends on, on who you are and how you held yourself within the industry. And, you know, all of this fun, like we all coast a little bit off of each other, off of each other's passion, skills, talents, whether you're the model, makeup artist, just your mind. Um, so yeah, I would say just maintaining the relationships and always, you know, respecting everything I entered into on the same level in other people's times is, is why, you know, now that I'm on the other side, I have been able to take a lot of those relationships with me and maintain them in a new light and in, in a new way. Mm -hmm. So for somebody who has never modeled, never even dipped their toes into this world, into this industry, but they wanted, they were interested in becoming an agent or working with a model agency. How would they begin to reach out? Like, who would they talk to? And uh, is that something they can do in their hometown or do they have to move to a big city? You know, I don't think that there, there's more than one way to get to the top. It depends on what your goals are. Um, 
I would say having um, a skill set is really important. In an agency, like you need you need to be able to do many different things. Um, so if you're going in an education route, like having marketing, business, sales, um, I sold uh, fitness equipment at a gym for at high end gyms while I was modeling for a while. I bring in a lot of those like sales techniques um, mm -hmm. into what I'm doing now. You wouldn't think of. Um, the photography, I do all the development. So, you know, if you have a passion for art, if you have a passion for art direction, um, I think you do need to have some sort of skill that you bring in and then you have to be like a yes person after that because it's kind of endless. Um, uh, the growth of the industry is endless and you know the directions it's spreading into can you do Instagram like can you do the next form of social media like can you uh, set up a shoot can you style a shoot can you you know you have to be very multifaceted I think to be someone that's valuable to an agency so um, not only have a skill set but be able to adapt and continue learning and just keeping up to date with all the changes in technology yeah, and I, I would say just having, like, some sort of relevant passion for the industry and art um, and, like, old-fashioned. I, I, I think it's important to bring some of that, that history forward mm -hmm. because I think some of the history is being lost now. Yeah. Um, but anyway. <laughs> the world is changing. Um, so, did, so you were a model before the, you were an agent. How did that happen? How did you get into modeling? And was there like a time in your life when you decided, I want to be a model so, that you can remember? Um, I was always told by generally older people that mm -hmm. I had something which I thought was weird. Like I wasn't the girl that all the guys liked. I was super awkward, really clumsy, um, pretty comfortable with myself despite all of that. But yeah, it wasn't like I wasn't... <laughs> like the popular girl in high school, you know, with, yeah, I was definitely awkward phase. Um, so I think like just being tall and everything, like I think I was slightly aware that I was maybe a little bit different, but um, it was more situationally like things in life. I started seeing life differently. And um, I had met Mila Jovovich on a film set in Toronto through my dad. Um, actually just as a friend and it was her that pulled me aside and told me stop the world this is what you need to do mm -hmm. um, you have it but you need to finish school and she made me promise her because no matter how much money she's had and no matter how many covers and success and money whatever is endless she said that you can never buy the experience of high school Mm -hmm. So she made me promise her that I would finish high school and I kind of kept it in the back of my mind. And, you know, when I finished, I had like a full scholarship set up. I had a whole different plan and I just needed to know. I needed to know this answer. Mm -hmm. So I sent in my photos to my mother agent, um, was in New York, maybe less than a week later. I signed with DNA straight away and it's kind of been up until now. I I've been very lucky. Wow. That's cool. How, so what did your dad uh, do, if can I ask? Uh, my dad works for IATSE in Toronto. Um, IATSE? Yeah, IATSE. It's like Teamsters, you know, they oh, facilitate okay. all of the films that come down to Canada. He's worked mm -hmm. on a lot of big productions. Cool. Yeah. Cool. So did you spend a lot of time on set, on film sets? 
Uh, I have uh, Degrassi, The Next Generation. Uh Um, I did a movie back in the day with, oh my gosh. So you were in Degrassi? Oh yeah, I did like a bunch of, I yeah, there's so much. They can't fill sets in Toronto. It's a great place for acting. People wouldn't, why do you think there's so many famous Canadians? Hmm. Um, It's a great place to be seen and to have experience on set. Well, tip for you people at home. Um, very cool. So once you got into act, uh, into modeling and acting at the same time, were you, were you trying to do both? Um, I think I always thought that I was going to be an actress. <laughs> I didn't think I was going to be a model. Mm-hmm. Um, but then when I started modeling, I didn't realize what a stigma it was that I had even started modeling Mm-hmm. before I had pursued that. And then through my experiences with modeling, I think I realized the type of person that I am. Um, I've been able to work consistently in every market for great high-end relevant brands, but I still have a life. Um, I can still go home. Pe- I can still go to the grocery store. I feel comfortable in my own skin. I don't have to wear makeup on. And that next level, that next step kind of removes that freedom. Mm-hmm. And I think I found a little bit of a safe place um, hiding in that niche of like functional modeling and mm-hmm. being able to work for great brands and high-end clients, which funny enough, people don't recognize. They recognize Instagram stuff. Right. Um, or, yeah, but anyways, um, for me, that that was a great place to be in. And I think I, I understood that I... I just wasn't ready for that volume of fame. I still wanted some sort of like person mm-hmm. to my life. I don't know if that makes did, sense. Did you get any pressure from your family that um, to do one or the other or to maybe not do either? Maybe to get a quote unquote real job? Um, I th- what was that dynamic My like? family, I think, feels... I know that they're very, very proud of me and they're proud of all of the things that I've been able to accomplish. Um, But I do know that their expectations of my, the way I contribute um, to society is a little bit different. Like they had had different intentions of my potential or what they see is valuable Mm -hmm. to contribute. I mean, it's tough because I think if my parents heard this, they would say the complete opposite. <laughs> like, that, the, of course, that they're proud of everything that I've done. And mm-hmm. um, but and I also think that that's why maybe um, taking a step into the agent side and having a little bit more control and voice and in the formation of other models um, is creating a little bit more of that value that I think my parents aren't seeing right um you don't always have a voice when you're like an everyday e-com model Mm -hmm. um once you've been able to make yourself into an industry you might have more of a voice you touched on your parents and their perspective of what you're bringing to society your contributions to society and maybe it's not quite as um valuable as you think they would want and that might just be that just might be what I think right there's always what's real what somebody actually feels and what your perception of what they feel is which sometimes don't match up but 
let's not talk about your parents or what your perception of that is. Let's talk about you and how you feel about yourself and your career and your contributions, both as a model and as an agent. And, um, I mean, oh my gosh, I loved every day of modeling. <laughs> I loved being behind the camera, but I was like in, I mean, I started modeling like, you know, 12, 30, I was on boards that were like, you know, 30, 40 girls and they were like Adriana Lima, like mm -hmm. solid boards. Like it, it's very different. And I was very much so into like the art and creation of these photos where they took like 12 hours to put together. You know, people spent months putting, for me, that's what I thought was so cool about modeling. Like I really like the artistic side and it was with that side that I hoped that I was invoking something, mm -hmm. you know, this, you know, the other side, maybe, um, helping women to feel better about themselves or to, you know, mm -hmm. properly bring out their best features or, you know, it, it depends on what side you're looking at. Like, I think I could probably say that there's something good that an inspiration, it just depends on how you're taking what's being given to you, mm -hmm. you know, like, all of us are humans too, you know? I, I don't think that there's any wrong message we're trying to send by putting this information out there. It's just whether it's creating a dialogue or saying, hey, that hairstyle is really cool. I want to wear it too. It, I, I think like um, maybe some of the stuff has gotten like overthought of and, I, you know, it's not really as deep as, as right. it's being taken. Um, the messages from it aren't supposed to be offensive. They're just supposed to create inspiration, talk, feeling, mm -hmm. invoke a feeling, you know, whether it's good or bad or something relatable. Um, I think I've gotten off tangent, <laughs> a little <laughs> off topic again. Um, but yeah, I don't mind meandering a little bit. We're good. Um, but yeah, I think that's kind of what I always valued about modeling. Um, there, you know, you got to make money too. There, mm -hmm. There's good and bad to every job every job. Um, now taking it forward into what I'm doing with the girls. Um, it's exciting because I'm getting to relive all of these goals and experiences again. And how can we get them to these next level places? And how mm -hmm. can we inspire more people with their work? Like it's now taking what I've done with me. And then I'm like, I have the opportunity now to create it with 70 different girls in a different way. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, I've I've reached so many goals and pinnacles and, you know, now to be able to reach them for other people and to inspire people through their work, too, mm -hmm. and maybe be a part of forming um, the next idols. Or maybe we can, you know, maybe someday there will be the supermodel again. Mm -hmm. um, I think it's a great platform that I'm in to be able to form the people that other girls and, you know, society looks up to in a sense. And that's going to do it for part one of this interview. Stay tuned for part two coming up real soon. Are We Grown Ups Yet is sponsored by New Face Magazine. Check it out at newfacefashionmagazine.com. Are We Grown Ups Yet is online everywhere. We are at www.arewegrownupsyet.com. Find us on Instagram and Facebook as well. Send me a message. Tell me what you're up to. 